0: Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Golden Hour Drip podcast. I'm your host, Logan Miller, and happy new year. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe... 2023 is finally here. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the rules of 2023. But before we get into that, I have a little Chicago recap. So for Christmas, well, we essentially went after Christmas, but it was part of our Christmas celebration. Um, we went to Chicago. So Garrett's sister lives in Chicago with her um, boyfriend and we went and visited them. It was so, so much fun. I personally have never been to Chicago. Um, I loved it. I I honestly, I really, really loved Chicago. The buildings were massive, okay. I've never seen more beautiful buildings before, and we honestly, it was jam-packed. We did so many different things. Um, we honestly, like, my body woke me up fairly early, earlier than everyone else, so then I'd be, like, laying in the bed, and and everyone else was getting that quality sleep, and then come 1030 at night, I had already been up two hours extra, but besides everyone else, you know, like I'd been up and I was like, oh my gosh, I am so tired, but there is so So many things that we went and we did the first night on the first day. So we left Monday, uh, the day after Christmas. So on the 26th and, um, we drove eight hours. Oh my gosh. It was insane. So I guess I'm really from the Midwest, right? Like usually people from the Midwest are like, oh, that's a pretty easy drive. Like 14 hours, eight hours, whatever. Like that's doable. We can do that. Oh, (laughs) like, a flight would probably have been shorter, right? And so we're all kind of like thinking about this, like, oh, it's an eight-hour, that's kind of a big chunk, that's whole work day. But this was the day that Southwest had all those flights canceled. And on top of that, so Garrett's sister was visiting her boyfriend's family in Philly. And so she was flying that day, and it was supposed to be like an hour flight. Um that flight got canceled and they ended up having to drive 11 hours to meet us in Chicago. Um, one, that that's insane. Can you imagine like your mindset of thinking, oh gosh, like I have an hour flight and then like I'll be home. And, uh, now I have to drive 11 hours. Like that is insane. So we were quite lucky that we had decided to drive instead of, um, you know, get in the airplane and fly. So pretty, pretty happy about that. I will say we ran into just a little bit of weather on the way there. Um, but it, it wasn't too bad. So after the eight hours of being in the car and actually Garrett and I had left, um, our house to drive an hour to Garrett's parents' house. And then we started our truck to Chicago. So, um, honestly, like I don't mind driving. Um, I think driving is fine, but if there was an option, I would definitely fly over drive every single day, even with my traumatic experience (laughs) in last March. Like there's no comparison. Like the time that it saves, the amount of like, you have to be so alert when you drive. Like you have to be, you on the road, focused when you get on the plane. You don't really have to focus that much, right? Like you can read your book, you can watch a movie, you can do all these things. And so that's why I like flying an airplane way better than uh, driving in the car. But honestly, I'm just glad that we were not in the same boat as all the those Southwest people, because that honestly, ugh, that would suck. Um, I heard like some things on the radio, like people who were late for weddings. They were um, delayed at the airport, having to sleep there for you know, two nights or three nights or whatever. And honestly, like I felt that. Like I thought I was going to have a meltdown when I had to stay over one night at the airport. So I completely understand. Like a hundred percent. Um it was also right after the holidays. People have to go to work. People have to um continue on with their lives. So I understand people's frustration. Um, I still, I have a flight booked in January through Southwest. I usually don't fly Southwest. I usually fly Delta. Um, not to be like a Delta snob. I don't know, but, um, I'm going with a group of family friends and they chose Southwest. So that's what we're taking, but it'll be fine. Um, so honestly, like driving was fine. We had snacks. That was like one of my biggest travel hacks. If you guys listened to that podcast episode, a few, um, episodes back, I talked about packing your own snacks. So we had, um, beef sticks and protein bars and water and, and, and nuts and chips and all these things that we could eat. So we didn't necessarily have to stop for snacks. It was more like, okay, we're stopping to use a restroom to stretch our legs, to move around, to do all the things. Um, But when we got there, we had probably been in the car for 10 hours, um, because we did have to slow down just a little bit as we are traveling through like, um, flurries and there was some cars that went off the road. And then, um, we stopped, um, to use the restroom. So I, Garrett and I had been in the car for 10 hours and that's okay. Like I read a book. Oh my gosh. I read the best book. Um, rich dad, poor dad. I, or poor dad, rich dad. I don't know which way it goes, but I love that book. I read the entire book, the entire uh trip that's all I did. I was not on social media. I was not scrolling. I literally read this book cover to cover. It was so good. I definitely recommend, especially the start of the new year. Um, I really enjoyed it. And honestly, like I'm going to reread it again. Um so that I can really just concrete some of those ideas in my head. Um but I thought it was a great great book. So that's how I spent my nine to 10 hours in the car. Once we got there, we went to this really, really cute little, um, place. It's called the happy camper. And when I say I was a little bit nervous, right? Like going, um, to Chicago right after Christmas, I was worried that they had taken all their Christmas lights down. We weren't going to see lights. I love seeing Christmas lights. It is so much fun to sit in the car to drive. I've talked about this before. I love it. I'm a, i am I love looking at the lights. And I was a little nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, like there probably isn't a lot of Christmas decor. They might've taken it down. And as we like walk in, so we, we got to our Airbnb, we dropped everything off. Um, we were going to meet Riley and, uh, Jim at, at the, um, a place to eat, whatever, but they were delayed because they were driving. Um, so we got to the happy camper and the atmosphere was phenomenal. It was so good. So, um, there are lights just strung all over kind of like if you've ever been camping where all the campers are out, they usually have like little lights, um, in the seating area where you can like, um, have a fire or cook supper or whatever, like you're outside. Um, it was beautiful. Like it, on top of that there's, so there's lights all over there's half a camper, and that's like where you would check in at your um, your host. And so we checked in, we got a table. There are streams of like ribbon, and there are these fat bells over the um, the tables. There is a disco ball. Like it was so Christmassy. I felt like I had just walked up, like into a Christmas set. Like one of those sets that people set out in their house, like the little um, villages and and the lights and and the ribbon and the snow. And it was so good. Like there was a little bit of snow outside. I still felt like I was experiencing and having like a blast at Christmas. So I love that. Also, the food was really good. They serve pizza there. We had this like hot honey um, pizza by don't know what was on it but it was so good. It was not Chicago style, but um it was really really good, especially after like just having snacks all day. Like we stopped at Starbucks and I really wanted to get a um like a little uh egg wrap. It's like the egg and spinach wrap. I love those. I think they're so good. But um they ran out. Like <laughs> they were super busy. So I ended up just getting my coffee. And for the first time I tried an Irish, um, cold cream brew. I did not like it. It was too sweet. Um, I will stick to my, um, nitro cold brew. Cause that was so good. Um, but yeah, so we went to, um, the pizza place and we got something to drink. I'm trying to think of what I got, but I, I can't remember but I got a little bit of a fancy drink and that was a lot of fun. Um and then I passed out. We we went home um to our Airbnb And it's a, it's a pretty big Airbnb for Chicago. They only had one bathroom, which was a little problematic. I felt like I was back in high school again, like sneaking into my mom's room. Like, um, whenever I went out to do activities or, um, anything, like I would have to come into my mom's room and say, hi mom, like I'm home. Um, and depending or not, like if I was in trouble, I'd have to like give my phone up. And so I had to like plug it in, in their room. Um, that was only when I was in trouble trouble. Um, they wanted me to have my phone, like while I was driving and if I had to go to like a sports activity or whatever, but I could not have it, um, throughout the night. So I remember like sneaking in and like, um, trying to, you know, delay it. Like if I had gotten home at like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, not going upstairs until 11 and I'd like creep in there, I'd be like, hi mom, I'm home and I would be so, so quiet, so I wouldn't wake her, but she was always, always up. She, I felt like she waited for me to, like, come in. Uh, she probably did, but um, I felt like I was in high school again because, like, I crept across, ac- like, the the floor to use the restroom in the middle of the night, and I felt so bad because I didn't want to wake Garrett's parents up, and I was like, but I really gotta pee. <laughs> so, um, the, the Airbnb was really, really good. We, um, we, slept and woke up for the next day and it was going to be full day. So it was probably the coldest night was the first night that we got there. Like it was, it was pretty cold. Um, and we walked to the happy camper. So it it was a few blocks. I swear, like my, um, average step was 15,000, like 15,000 more, a little less, but not really like we were really walking everywhere the entire week. Um, so we wake up and we decided that we are going to millennium park and we actually, I think I'm pretty sure we got an Uber to get to the downtown area. So we hopped in an Uber and I honestly, I have a very limited experience experiences with Ubers. Um, I, haven't ridden on them all that often where I live. They're not really accessible. We don't have that service. Um, but it was so nice. Oh my gosh. I love Ubering like, um, to call a driver and they're there and they'll take you wherever you want. And you don't have to worry about parking the car. You don't have to worry about, um, directions. Like you tell them where they, where you want to go. They plug it into your phone. Um, it's pretty nice. So we went to millennium park. And if you don't know what that is, it has the, uh, it's called the cloud bridge, but it's also known as the bean. <laughs> So, uh, the cloud bridge or the bean, whichever you want to call it has been fashioned to look like mercury. Um, so that like the reflection of the city, um, is seen on it. So it's like this big dome. It's supposed to be a, a cloud, um, and a cloud bridge. And it was a little covered with snow, like on the, um, the side that we walked up on. But if we, you went to the other side, it was like perfectly clear. You could see the entire city. Um, and of course, we took some selfies there and we stomped around. And then after um, getting to The Bean, because that's what everyone you know, <laughs> loves to go see The Bean in Chicago, we then went to um, the Culture Center. It was called the Chicago Culture Center. And it, it used to be an old library, but it was so beautiful, literally, like every little detail of this library was so well thought out there was tile on the floor tile on the walls there was some tile that was like shimmery um i felt like i was at the state capitol it's it was giving those vibes it was also massive like i kept thinking that if this building is just like sitting open Like how many little, like everyone's crammed in apartments, but then this library is like open and nobody really uses it. I don't know if they, they do teach classes in there, but there was like a lot of just big open rooms. I don't know if they hold, um, like events or, um, speakers or anything like that. But I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like here's this huge building and uh, people could be living here. But that's just because, like, our Airbnb was probably a third of our house, and there was, like, two bedrooms, a kitchen, a dining room, one bathroom. Like, it was good, um, and that's not even, like, a small one. That was a huge Airbnb in Chicago. Um... And then after that, this was probably one of the highlights of our trip. We went to the Starbucks Reserve Rosary, Rosary, Rotisserie, Rotisserie, Roastery, Roastery. Yeah. It's the largest Starbucks in the world, um, in the United States. I don't know. It's a big one. It had four floors and, um, the bottom one was like your regular, like, Starbucks, you go in, you kind of get things. And then the second floor, um, was like, I I, I didn't spend that much time on the first, second, or third floor because the fourth floor, (laughs) the only floor that matters is the alcohol, um, area. So, um, the fourth floor, they had regular Starbucks drinks. They had spiced or spiked, Um, Starbucks drinks, and then they also had espresso martinis. I've never had an espresso martini ever. And so we got, Garrett and I got like the little taster, the flight of espresso martinis, and we ended up getting a orange, a regular, and then a lemon, essentially. They had better names than that, but it, uh, it essentially was those little things. Um and so we uh we were trying the espresso martini's and I I liked it 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 was also ten o'clock in the morning so I I like the thought of an espresso martini but I definitely could not eat them or I mean drink them throughout the night or anything like that like I feel like the espresso would be way too much and I would just be over um like stimulated, I guess, like it would be too much. So, um, but it was really good. It was good for 10 o'clock. It was not good for like a 10 PM for me, but, um, it was good. Like I really, really liked it. And then we had like a little social snack at the Hampton social. Um, it was kind of weird eating, um, breakfast food or not breakfast food, but like beach food in the winter time. Um, so they had like crab cakes and mussels and all of those like seafood options. And it was kind of weird for me because it's winter. And so, um, we don't really get that stuff in the wintertime in the Midwest. Um, it's not like as fresh as it would be in the summer or the spring. So that was a little weird. Um, and we also like did some shopping, walking around, um, the entire time. And then afterwards, which was the best part, um, well, they were all so good, but we went to a pizza cooking class. So we went to a chef's home and, um, he had like, um, a station set up. So there was six of us. There was Garrett's mom and dad, Garrett's sister and her boyfriend, Jim, and then me and Garrett. And we all had like a KitchenAid and we made pizza dough, which was kind of fun. Um, I have made homemade pizza before, but it was very interesting to see his technique and what he did. And I would definitely like carry over some of those things. Um, So we made the pizza dough. We like put the flour in. Well, he already had the flour measured. Everything was measured. It was so nice. Um, So he had the flour measured and we like poured it in. And then we, um, ended up like mixing the olive oil and the salt and not, no, there was no salt, um, honey, whatever. We mixed it up. And then he was like, um, so this dough will take three hours to rise or an hour to rise or whatever. I have pre-made dough. So he went, he brought us dough. I did not know that you did not want to like, I've grabbed dough up from the pan, like with my hands and like mush it a little bit and then put it down to flatten it. But he said that was not a good, like, I didn't tell him I did that. Of course. Um, but he was saying that, okay, he was demonstrating and he had like a flat, um, a flat baker's knife or whatever. It's, Um, and so he was like working it up and he was like, you want to try to keep it in the ball. You don't want to like, um, ruin it too much because you want to keep the elasticity, the, um, the gluten, you don't want to ruin the gluten that's formed. So you just like try to pry it up and then you flip it over so it's still like airy and light and then um we like pressed it out with our fingers flipped it over pressed it out with our fingers and it was definitely a different experience i think preparing the pizza dough was the best thing that i had because well like nobody's taught me how to roll up pizza dough like a chef um and it's definitely different than like the pizza dough at pizza hut right um so we laid it out and we put Um, sauce on it and tomatoes and mozzarella and basil and made like a margarita pizza it was so good then we were had free range to make whatever pizza we wanted he did say that my pizza came off the best that I had the best shape Mm -hmm. um he was like yeah it's probably the best one here I was like of course like Garrett you know who you married okay um but that was honestly so much fun we we had wine and and it was just an experience. I've never gone to a cooking class. Um, and Garrett's like, man, like we should do cooking classes more often. And I was like, there's literally YouTube. Like (laughs) we can have a cooking class whenever you want, whenever you want. Um, and then that was it for, that was like our first full day. We spent three full days and then like Monday and Friday were, were traveling days. Um, so the third day we go to Wrigley Field um, and they had it was is it was very kid friendly so um, went to Wrigley Field and they had like um, ice skating and a little train that would take you around. Um, they also had vendors with ornaments. I bought two ornaments from there um, and before that we had gone to Stan's donuts and so I got a donut um, ornament there. And then we go to, uh, Wrigley field and I buy two more ornaments. One was like this little fashion girl and the other one was a pink nutcracker. They were all glass. So, so cute. Um, and we walked around and just kind of absorbed all of the, um, activities and the fun, um, I walked around to the vendors. They had a lot there. They had food vendors. They had, um, uh, vendors who have made things out of wood, lots and lots of ornaments, which I was grateful for because I hadn't gone ornament shopping. And then the day before we actually, we got a metal bean from, um, one of the Chicago shops because we had seen the bean. So, um, we got one of those. And so essentially, Four ornaments, and on top of that, like we opened our stockings in Chicago with um Garrett. He- or Ged's mom like made us stockings, uh, or what Santa, um, and we opened stockings and I had two ornaments in there. So I am good for ornaments for 2022. Um, like I was really excited. So I, I, I was sad though when I got home. I had to like pack them all away in the box. I was like, ah, like I have to wait until next year to be able to uh, hang them on the tree. But, um, Wrigley field was a lot of fun. And then we moved to, we went to eat at a specific restaurant and it was, it ended up perfect because I've been wanting to go to Mergery, the, the Oh my gosh. Mergery, the jewelry store. I still said that weird, but, um, they have like rings and necklaces and I've seen them online and I've followed them for multiple years now, but they have opened a location in Chicago. It's like brand new, fresh. It's been a month since it's been open and I really wanted to go. So we went in and Mergery is known for their crescent rings, like their crescent jewelry. And so I was like, I've got to get, I've been wanting one. And it was kind of like in my head, we had met at Thanksgiving. Riley had came up, um, for our like family Thanksgiving and she asked me what I wouldn't do. I was like, the only thing that I care to do is go to mergery so that I can get a crescent roll ring. Um, and so we walked around, it was so much fun just to see all the stuff that I've been looking online for multiple years, like two years. And, now like i was able to see it all in person i personally think that like your high ticket items are so more impactful when you can go in person and pick them up when you have that experience it's still going to be the same amount of money that's like leaving your checking account but if you're able to actually go and experience that to go to the place it adds so much more value than if you were to just like purchase it online. So, I really wanted to put the ring on my finger. I wanted to pick which finger it was on. I wanted to see if I wanted the vermil or the 14 karat. I wanted to see if I like the thick or the thin. Or did it even look good on my finger? And I think online, we can be so impulsive and just like buy something because we think it's cute or someone else wore it. But to actually like those high ticket items to go into the store, to put it on, to feel it, to really think about the choice and, and the purchase, it adds so much more value, which I was really appreciative of it because I was like, ah, I've waited for this moment and it made it so much sweeter. Then <laughs> I was hoping to be able to take the ring today or that day and he's like, uh sorry, you were out of stock for that size. Um I was able to try on the size. Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted like a nine or a ten for my middle finger. Um, because that's where I want it on my right hand Um, but it's it's terrible because like my ring finger is a seven and then my middle finger is a 10 and my pointer finger is an eight and a half and like it's crazy but um so it's like okay like I would rather have the 10 because it was a little looser I can move it from either middle finger or to my pointer finger or to my thumb And so I felt like it was more versatile Um, and I was like, all right, how long does it take to ship? And he's like, "Uh, three to five business days. All right. As soon as I like logged in and like looked at it on my phone, it said that it was expected to ship in February. So I hope that's wrong. Like, I hope that I get it way before I know with the holidays like things are probably delayed. But I'm really hoping that I get it like in the middle of the week so I can wear it. I'm so excited, but I know that the delay will make it even more sweeter. So, um, and then we, so it's kind of, we have some news. So Garrett has, um, accepted a new job and the office building is in Chicago. So we're not moving. His job is going to be fully remote, but, um, he we got to see his office building today. It's going to be very, very close to, uh, where Riley is living. So that's awesome that he'll be able to, if he does have to go into office for anything, like he'll be able to like visit with Riley and, um, and get to see his sister more. I'll get to go to Chicago more, um, get to visit that mergery store but we are able to, um, look at it and see it. And he took a photo. He was so cute. And I was like, ah, like it made it more real for him. And also more real for me, um, that he is getting a new, a new job in Chicago. Um, but we are not we are not moving. (laughs) And then later that evening, we went to the Botanic Garden, um, where they had like a lighted display. That was so much fun. It was very, very similar to, um, our, oh crud, what is it called? Our Powell Gardens, our, yeah, Powell Gardens, um, the Kansas City Powell Gardens, and, um, but it was bigger, And there was more lights. There was lights because it was a light display. So much fun. Um, I will say at the very end, Garrett was like, where were the figurines? He was just playing. But it was really, really cool. My favorite one was these like lanterns that looked like there was fairies in it. And of course, it like had music going to it. It was really, really neat. And of course, more walking. So we walked a whole bunch. Um, And then driving back home. Because we had to drive to the botanical gardens. Driving back home, um, Jim took us to the home alone house, um, which is iconic. And then we also just spent a lot of time looking at the houses, the big, beautiful houses, and seeing like their lights display. So that was a lot of fun. I was like peeling my eyes open though. I was so freaking tired. I was like, ah. Um, but I wanted to look at the beautiful, beautiful houses. So that was like the end of day three, like I said, really, really jam packed. And then day four was a bit more chill, um, which I was appreciative of, but we went to restoration hardware, their huge, um, like display. It was beautiful. There was five different floors and they had like a nursery slash kid room floor. They had a, um, contemporary they had modern they had it all and it was so fun to like look around and find pieces and things that I would want for my own house Garrett and I decided that we do want to and I know I have commitment issues but I'm trying really hard going into this new year not to have commitment issues and just full send on making our house more of a custom home instead of just like a a, builders like right now it's very builders grade and I would love to go in and make some updates and really customize it to what we like and it was really fun to walk around and see those things that we liked and see the things that we could add and bring back to our own home it was huge. It was massive. You were able to like get a little glass of wine and walk around. I got mint tea. It was the best mint tea I've ever had. Um, So good. I was nervous that if I had like champagne or something, I was like going to fall, break the glass and spill all over. So I was like, no tea, but the lid will be great for me. Um, So it was a lot of fun. And then we um, played games all day. We played Mexican train. Oh hell, which is my favorite like card game. Um, we went to crumble cookies, which I've never had crumble cookies before. So good. The Oreo, it was like vanilla Oreo. That was my favorite. Um, delicious. It, it, it was, I could have eaten probably three cookies. Um, I, I loved crumble. Um, but yeah, we played card games. And then later that evening we went to the Lincoln park zoo well, we went to an like a restaurant. We did eat uh, during this time, um, but we went to a restaurant and then we went to the Lincoln Park Zoo and uh, they had more like figurines. We didn't really see any animals. It was mostly just like a light display, but it was a lot of fun. A lot of walking, I will say. we walked so, so much, which was great because I didn't work out, you know, so that walking really aided into like my physical health and we were eating a lot of good food so it was kind of nice like okay we walk we ate and now we get a walk. Um and it helped balance it out. I think that was one of my favorite things about Chicago is you could literally walk everywhere and you could get to what you wanted. Buildings were beautiful. It was so much fun. I really really enjoyed it. I c- I can't wait to go back. Hopefully we'll go in the summertime sometime. Um, but it's right on like the edge of um Lake Michigan so I'd love to go swimming in Lake Michigan like that would be so much fun um but I was really really excited to do this trip like right before the new year it was time to like just relax I had a whole week that was able to just chill And then we got back on Friday, our dogs missed us so much. Um, But then like Saturday, I just started prepping for the new year and what I wanted to accomplish and do. Um, And that brings me to rules of 2023. So while we were in the car, I really tried to think about things Um, that I wanted to accomplish and the things I wanted to do. So I really took it seriously from December 23rd to January 3rd. Like this is my time. Like I, I go back on January 3rd to work. So I'm like, okay, this is the time to really get a structure, really think about my goals, my ambitions, what I want to do, what I want to achieve. And I just really got quiet with myself and, and thinking about what I wanted to do. Um, and I was intentional with my goals. And so on that eight hour car ride, while I was reading my book, I did take a few notes on just like things I wanted whenever my eyes started to get tired, I'd like swap out and like, uh, think about rules for 2023. So the first one is find a vacation slash adventure every single day. I brought this up in a previous episode, but I think it's really, really important not to just live for the weekends, but to find that adventure, to find that something that you're passionate about, that's going to make you excited for the day, looking forward to the day instead of just like living the same day over and over being in that routine, because if nothing changes, then your circumstances, your situation will not change as well. So doing those things, those different things that you look forward to, those vacations, those mini oasises, <laughs> mini self-care, the thing that you're going to look forward to and to get you through maybe some of those tougher parts of the day. Um, I, I think it's important to look forward to a cup of coffee, to work, to look forward to reading a good book, to going on a walk, to doing any of those things that make you really and truly happy ripping out your garden, going outside. I don't know what makes you tick, but find that mini vacation every single day. Okay, We are not going to just allow our life to pass us by. We are going to take it and we are going to do the things that we are passionate about, the things that make us happy, and we're going to find those mini vacations every single day. My second rule of 2023 is put my mental and physical health first over peer pressure or social events. So many times I will allow myself to be influenced by other people's opinions or decisions or suggestions, if you will. So if someone says like, hey, like, do you want to go out for coffee? But I already made the commitment to myself, okay, after work or whenever I am going to do X, Y, Z, but then this impromptu thing came up previously, I would be like, yeah, like, let's go. Thank you for inviting me, whatever I would accept. But I have found like, I need to stop accepting everything. I need to learn to say no, because if I don't get what I was planning to do later that day done, I'm going to worry about it. That's going to push my schedule back. That's going to change my, you know my to-do list, um, the time that I get things done. I only have so much time in the day. I only have so much energy and time is our biggest, our most valuable resource. And so I really want to protect my time. I really want to protect the decisions that I've made, the goals that I've set out for myself. In 2022, um, I was really trying to get into a routine. In 2023, I plan to dial down even harder, um, and my mental and physical health come first. So I there's been a few nights where I'm said, you know, like, I'm not going to drink, and then I take a shot, or I get a drink because I feel uncomfortable um, without a drink in my hand. And So I pick up a drink or I get something because I feel that social pressure. But in 2023, I'm not allowing social pressure to influence my decision, um, whether that is staying in or doing something like I literally, (laughs) I am focusing so hard on just putting myself first, my physical, my mental, um, and, going forward with not allowing anybody to disturb my peace, disturb my goals. It is all about me this year and I'm not letting anything or anyone stop me from accomplishing those goals. So mental, physical health, that's number one. That is number one over anybody's feelings or wants or needs, like it's going to be very, very selfish. Like it's a selfish rule. I understand that, but I think it's imperative to focus on that and do that for my personal growth. So that's why I put it on the list. Number three, get up earlier and go to bed earlier. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been getting up at four o'clock. It has been really nice. I like it. It adds so many, it adds at least three hours to my day, four to five to six to seven. Nah, eh, kind of more like two and a half, but it's adding at least two hours to my day that I didn't get. Otherwise I have been, you know, rolling out of bed at six 30. That only gives me 50 minutes to get all my stuff done out the car out to the car, out, off to work, and that doesn't give me opportunity to work on myself, to self reflect, to prepare anything in the house or do anything. So, I really want to have that 4 a.m. wake up to enhance like my day, to give me more hours in the day, um, and give that two hour time, two and a half for me and just me, um, and then go to bed earlier, not to stay up too late, because I've found if I. S- stay up too late then i can't wake up and and crush my goals because i'm tired. So getting up earlier and going to bed earlier earned a spot on my 2023 rules. The next one is investing in assets only, not liabilities. This goes for um, you know, regular assets and liabilities but also goes a little bit further than that. So if you don't know what an asset is, an asset is something that is adding back to your life. So, um, it, it's kind of hard to explain, I guess, but it's very, very simple. Like an asset is something that is like bringing back to your life. A liability is something that's kind of detrimental. So if we take it in finance terms, financial terms, whatever, um, your car would be a liability because you have to pay on it. It's a depreciating um, piece of equipment. Some people might think it's an asset because you can resell it, but it's only an asset to to some extent. It's more of like a, a liability, especially if you have a car payment on it. Now, if you got a vehicle and um, you got it for super, super cheap, you made some repairs to it, and now it's worth so much more and you sell it, that can be an asset. But most of our day-to-day things that we think are assets are actually liabilities. And I want to be fully only investing in assets. I don't want to be investing in things that aren't going to last me that long, that aren't going to, um, you know, pay any dividends that aren't going to return anything back to me. So. If I were to go out and, you know, spend money on something that spend it on credit, you know, not have it cash or I'm just really focusing on assets instead of liabilities, not that flashy thing, not that thing that everybody else has. I really was strongly influenced to get the short Uggs. I wanted them so bad, but in a year from now, are they going to be popular? So just framing my mindset and the things of, okay, is this going to last? Is this want going to last? Is this thing that I purchase is it going to last? Am I going to be able to get my money back? Am I able to, um, and this can be applied to a lot of things that can't be applied to all things. There are going to be some things that I'm going to buy that, you know, won't be an asset. they will be more of a liability, a liability, but this does not, go just towards like material things. It also goes towards like me as a person, like I'm investing. I am an asset, like I'm an asset to my life. So I'm going to be investing in my health. I'm going to be investing in my fitness and my brain and, and investing in myself over anybody else. Um, because I mean, who can you count on if you can't count on yourself? So I'm going to be um, just really focusing on where I spend my time, money, and energy, and I'm only going to focus on the things that are bringing me um, you know, happiness, bringing me money, bringing me any sort of value. This goes for people, places, things, anything. Only investing in the things that are going to bring back joy or bring back value and not investing in the things that aren't. This includes bad friends. Family members, whatever, only investing time, energy, and money in the things that are gonna bring back tenfold. Um, Number five, showing up only as my best self. So, thinking, what would future Logan do? This goes for waking up in the morning. This goes for doing the hard things. This is what would future Logan do? And just really stepping into that role and only showing up as my future self because. If I show up as my future self, I'm already there. I'm already doing the things that she would be doing. So then I'm becoming the person that she is. I'll say it again. If you don't change, nothing else will. So if I don't change my mindset, if I don't change how I view myself, then I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna grow. I'm not gonna develop into the person I want to be because I'm so stuck being. I've always been. So I'm really going to be just framing it as, you know, what would future Logan do? Now, if you're unsure what your future self would do or your best self or the person that you want to become would do, think about someone that you have very high regard to. This can be a mentor. This can be, um, somebody who has received or achieved something that you want to do, uh, do. maybe they're in real estate, maybe they're an actress, whatever it is. Whatever they do every single day, think about that. Study them. What do they do every single day? And then start emulating that. Okay, they are a marathon runner. They're going to get up every single day. They're going to go for a five-mile run. I'm going to start doing that. That's what my future self is going to do as a marathon runner. So that's what I'm going to do as, right now, already emulating my future self and doing the things that my future self is doing because how am I ever going to get there if I don't start today? So only, only showing up as my best self, as my highest self and asking myself over and over, what would future Logan do? Now you can replace that. You can say, what would Dolly do as in Dolly Parton? What would whoever? Okay. So just think about that. That is your rule for 2023, especially if you have a big goal or you're wanting to achieve or do something. And I mean, it's great to emulate that. Another great tip would be to write down everything that your future self does, that future life that you want, write it down and then say, okay, this is a frame of reference. This is how I know what to do every single day. Number six. Buffalo mentality. If you have not heard about the buffaloes, they run towards storms. Cattle will run the opposite way, thus making the length of time in the storm longer because they're running away from the storm. The storm is following them. They're in that time longer. The storm does pass, but the cows have been in there the entire time. A buffalo will run straight towards the storm, getting it over with, And also reducing the amount of time that they're in the storm. So I know it's very easy to run towards pleasure, that comfort, but instead I'm going to be running towards the storm, the uncomfortability, the the pain, the things that I don't want to do, the things that are hard and take a lot out of you. You have to have the mental toughness. So I'm just going to think about buffaloes (laughs) all day long. Think about what, um, how I can run into the storm. How can I get uncomfortable? How can I run towards that conflict so I can get past it sooner? Because if we avoid it, we're going to be in that storm for much longer. We're going to be like the cattle, and you're going to have to go through the storm anyways. Like there's no way around getting through the storm. It's whether or not you're going to run towards the storm and get it over with and feel good that you attacked it head on, or are you going to run away from it and get just like rained on? So for me, I would rather be a buffalo. So I'm going to be running towards the storm. I'm going to be chasing after the things that make me happy. And it does not matter if there's conflict or uncomfortability or things that aren't always fun and just really, really reaching deep down to find that discipline and do the things that need to be done every single day. So then I can refer back to rule number uh, five is showing up as my best self. And I know to do that, I'm going to have to get uncomfortable. I'm going to have to change. I'm going to have to start doing the things that I have not been doing because they're not fun, right? Like the things that we know we should be doing are not always fun. So just having the Buffalo mentality is going to be key for my 2023. The next one is systems, schedules, and time blocking. So it's kind of three in one. I'm going to be focusing on my systems. I'm going to be focusing on scheduling in time and time blocking. So then I have time to actually get everything done. I don't have the energy to be wasting on things that aren't going to serve me, that aren't going to propel me to my goals and my aspirations and I can only do that if I'm really, really strict, honestly, just strict. If I'm really, really strict with my time and my energy, where I'm spending it, what I'm doing, um, I have bought, I have three calendars. So I have a big wall calendar. Um, I just got a little printed calendar and then I have my daily planner and I'm going to be using the crap out of my planners. I will be marking everything down. I want to have so much data that I know exactly how I'm spending my time. What is, um, giving me the most, um, benefits, the most reward. Um, if I'm spending a lot of energy on time on something that isn't giving back, then I know to cut that out. Um, scheduling time to be quiet Scheduling that time to um, be still to rest. I know that in times of grinding and getting things done, we can forget to rest and we can forget to recuperate and and breathe and um, and get quiet. Because sometimes those times of quiet, we're able to come back ten times harder because we had that time to rest, recuperate. Um, And reframe our mind on what we're gonna do next and and where we're gonna go next. So, I'm really going to be focusing on time blocking. It is so easy. If you give yourself a week to do it, you're gonna take a week to do it. If you give yourself a day to do it, it's gonna take you a day to do it. For me, I'm gonna be trying to cut everything in half. If I have a goal for this long, a year, I'm going to cut it in half. Can I do it in six months? Can I do it in three months? What would I need to do to accomplish this goal that I had for a year in three months? Whatever that is, I'm going to try to do it. And even if I don't accomplish it within three months, I'm farther than I would have been if I would have put it off for a year. So doing things quickly, getting it done immediately, shortening those gaps, having the time blocking. So then I am fitting it all in and giving focus to one thing. So many distractions in today's environment and in today's world where we are, our attention is fractured. We're focusing on this and then, oh, we get distracted with this shiny thing and then this problem and that and this. And if we are able to time block and really crunch down and think about This is what we have to do. This is the only thing. This is the only deliverable. This is what we have to get done today. We're going to get it done. It's going to get done quicker. We're going to be more focused, more quality of work, and it's going to get completed. So then we don't have to worry about additional things. That's what I want to do. I am 24. I'll be 25 in May. I don't have a lot of time, right? Like, think about it. 25. I'm halfway to 50. I want to accomplish so much in 25 extra years. I know that sounds like a lot, but for what I want to do, the greatness that I'm going to have, I don't have a lot of time. I got a lot of goals. I want to be able to accomplish them. So I'm going to crack down and I'm going to get started. I don't have any time to wait tomorrow is never promised. So we might as well start working on the goals and working on the things that we want to do because there's no time like the present and the things that we have been pushing off and, and not doing, but we know we should be doing, this is the time to be getting them done. This is the time to be time blocking, scheduling in the time, putting in the work, putting in the effort because it's going to pay off. It might not pay off immediately. We might have that little waiting period, but it's going to pay off. And my last one is going to be learn new skills and topics. So I think it's very important to be learning every single day and to increase the amount of knowledge that we have in a bunch of different things. So if we know our job really well, maybe we're learning a hobby or we are learning a different department of our job or learning things um, that are just fun to learn, like building furniture or gardening, doing any of those little itty bitty hobbies that we have given up as children, um, as adults that we had as children. I mean, so as children in, in middle school, high school, in our adolescent years, we are told to pursue dance and sports, music. Banned, like so many things, we are taught to pursue and to try and fail and try again. And it, we know, we might not be a college athlete, we might not be the next Serena Williams, but it's fine. It gives you mental toughness. It's an activity. It's something to work towards. You don't have to be perfect at it, but it's the thought that you're actually trying, that you're actually doing, that you're experiencing it, that you're having fun. So many times we just expect ourselves to be perfect. Ah, gotta be perfect. Gotta do this. Gotta do that. Like I, if I'm not perfect, why try? Why do it? I'm not very good at that. I'm gonna quit. It's okay to do things and not be good at them. It's okay to do things just for the fun of it, not for anything else, just to have fun and to try. I don't know when it became so uncool to try to do fun things, to do hard things, to fail publicly. Like it's okay to fail publicly. It is okay to embarrass yourself because what is even embarrassment? It's someone else's opinion of you. And we already said that we are going to put our mental and physical health first. So that means we don't care about other people's opinion in 2023. We are only focused on our own personal growth, our own mental, physical health. So if it is going to make us happy to try an immural pickleball, like I did this winter, even though I was bad at it, even though I had some sort of nervousness, some anxiety going into it thinking, oh, I'm not going to be good. I've never done this before leaving all of that aside. And it's okay to try your hardest and people to make fun of you or to try something new and someone else tried to tear you down. Because when people are stuck in their own life and their own same day loop, they don't want you to get out of your loop. They want you to stay stagnant too, because that's going to make them feel more better about themselves. They're going to feel better. If you also are doing just as poor as them in life, then it's that camaraderie, right? Like, ah, I'm doing fine in life because my friend Jim, he's not doing anything. My my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my my best friend, my, my mom, my dad, they can leave you feeling stuck. They can almost pull you down. Why are you doing that? That's crazy. I... I would never do that. Oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. Like we have all been told these stories and they might be doing it as a place of fear. They might be fearful that you are going to do something that you're going to fail. Like they might have that failure fear for you. Or they might think, ah, like they're chasing their dreams. They're trying to better themselves. Like I feel poorly about myself because I don't have that determination, that grit to also like work on myself. Like, so I'm just going to tear that person down. So I feel better, right? Like we are not allowing anybody to take away our power, to take away our ambition, or to make us feel bad that we want to try something new, that we want to pursue something new and better and move into our higher self, our best self. Like We are not going to allow the opinions of others to, to pull us down and it's okay to make those mistakes and, and to try. And I think that if we keep our brain working to do new things and route new, um, neurons or the neurons fire together, whatever. (laughs) Um, I'm not a brain scientist, but I do know that if you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, if you try something new, you're going to learn from it. You are going to develop more as a personal... Person, your personal growth is going to explode and you are going to be a better person because you tried and you experienced something new. Have you ever talked to someone who has done the same thing every single day, does the same stuff? You try, maybe it's a person from high school, and you catch up with them and you're like, hey, how's it going, Sarah? Like, I haven't seen you in so long. And they have the same story. They're doing the same things at the same bar with the same people. Where's the fun in that? Where is the excitement? She's not growing. So they're just being stuck. They're not moving on to the next level of their life. I want to move on to the next level of my life. I'm ready for the next level. I'm ready for the next experience, the more growth. It's okay that it's going to be painful. (laughs) I'm going to be a buffalo. I'm running towards a storm because I know at the other side of the storm, there's going to be so much fun there's going to be happiness and it's going to be really exciting so if you think about it's 2023 if you are still stuck in the 2020 like that that was we're going on three years ago you know like if you put it in that perspective the first case was like in 2019 into 2020 we shut down so 2020 to 2021 to 2022 It's 2023. It's time to stop living in the past and to start running towards your future and the things that are going to make you happy and the things that might not be fun at first, but are going to pay off in the long game. So these are my rules for 2023. I am super, super excited for the new year and what is to come. Um, I am adding a new segment to the podcast called Ask Logan. So any and all questions that you have, please send over at Golden Hour Drip on Instagram and we'll get to those in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a very happy new year and until next time. Bye.